Welcome back, everyone, to episode two of Everywhere We Go. I'm joined by two brilliant draft players in the room with me today. Um, Questionable. <laughs> <laughs> not sure why that. Um, to my left, Reese Jones. Hi, everyone. Will, thank you for having me back. Looking forward to this. First episode back of the season. Yeah. How, how's your summer been, Reese? It's been a lovely summer. Got my head together after that disappointing season last yeah. season. I think um, I'm looking strong. You, you had a very, very promising draft last week. Yeah, convincing. Top of the league. I'm uh, confident <laughs> oh, yeah. after one week. <laughs> Star players. Um, Reese has got three City players in his team. And Zinchenko. And Martinelli. And Rashford. And um, Brennan Johnson in there. Just Got to go for in. the Welsh, yeah. I think he'll pick up some points over the season, so. Yeah. And uh, to my right, Dan Derbyshire. Hey, Will. Rocking a fresh tan <laughs> yeah. that definitely couldn't be gained from sitting in uh, Chiswick. <laughs> yeah, i um, just been enjoying summer, mate. Nice. But I've got to say, buzzing to be back. Yeah, it's good to oh, have you on, mate. So good to have the Prem back, podcast back. Yes. Um, although, <laughs> saying that. Not sure about my team. <laughs> Struggled last season. It looks like uh, there's going to be not much improvement this season. But um, we're going to have fun anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Dan, as I said, Zan had the last pick in our draft, um, yep. which is tough. Yep. I think especially this year, late yep. first round picks were hard. It's yep. tough. It was so horrible. Because <laughs> you've got to wait so long. It and then so You've got to rush and pick two straight off. No, do you know what it is? Is that you're, obviously you've got your players sort of watch list. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of, you're, you're watching him as well and then one goes right and then you're thinking like I'm going to get him I'm going to get him <laughs> bang then all of a sudden the person before you picks him yeah, yeah. and now you're like you're really scrambling because you picked three mm. you're thinking not all three of them will go and then bang gone exactly so you're all of a sudden the countdown couldn't be quicker I think as well with, pick with picking at the end of the end of any round is that um, is that you've got to reach so hard like you have to yeah. reach so hard for players because yeah. you just know they're not going to come back around exactly which means that the doubt in those picks is just yeah, immense. But you've got a good defense here, Dan. You've got, got Edison, Van Dyke, Romero, um, White, and Martinez. Yeah, exactly. And um, we'll talk about any transfers I might do later. So obviously, game week one is in the books. So uh, first up, this game week, uh, let's go to Chelsea against Spurs. This is only the beginning. First up, Chelsea against Spurs, Dan. Yeah, I'm, I'm going myself, actually. Are you actually? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got tickets in the away end, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, although we haven't won there um, since 2018. No. Saying that, I've, I haven't been more positive as I am right now, though. Really? Yeah, yeah. No brainers here. Kane and Son, obviously. Yeah, and if you've got Kulisewski as well on your team. Yeah, those front three, basically. Yeah. Um, apart from that, you've got defenders. I'm not, I'm not sure... Yeah, what you is going it. on there, Dan? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, it was, it, to be honest, it was more that obviously wing backs are very tough to call right now. Yeah, yeah. he might he might stick with Sessegnon and Emerson because they started well, uh, scored, assist, and whatnot. Um, in the future, I have no idea. <laughs> However, saying that it is Chelsea, so would you yeah. play them anyway? I don't know. Surely they're not going to go to the summer transfers for Chelsea away, right? You wouldn't think so, would Not you? Not this early, no, I don't no, think. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, though he seems pretty set on Perisic. He, he's always spoke about him mm. and sort of given him any minutes he can. Um, like last game, there was no re reason to bring him on. Yeah. Session was having a blinder and he got mm. dragged off. Um, although it was the first week, so maybe you're saving legs. Who, who knows? I think it'll give it a couple of weeks and it'll all kind of pan out. Because after, after Chelsea, Spurs have got some great fixtures. I mean, you've got mm. Wolves at home, Forest away and then West Ham away. 
Yeah, I, no, no. I, I think he'll kind of play about a bit. I think he'll more play about with the right wing back. Right. He has three. He has Spence as well. Yeah. Um, Doherty oh, and Emerson. Spence, yeah. yeah, there's three players. Whereas the left wing back situation will be mainly Perisic. Yeah. With Session doing the odd game, I think. Did Spence get any been. minutes on the weekend? No. No. Doherty came on. A wealth of talent there at yeah. fullback for Spurs. Um, yeah. Reese, what do you reckon about Chelsea, though? Watching them against Everton, I know they've got the win, which is all that really matters, doesn't mm. it? Start the season. They didn't look that fluid. It looked a bit stop starty. Yeah. On another day, Everton could have come away with something from the match. Um, I don't know. It's strange. Obviously, Sterling was the probably most productive player in terms of yeah. XG, um, mm. but I'm really not sure. It depends on what they're going to do in the market still. Yeah. whether they're going to keep flowing. Um, so we'll see about that because there's this rumours that uh, Aubameyang's oh, going to come in. Yeah. But we'll have to see on that. I, I was looking at Brozier actually with a slight question mark. I mean, if the Aubameyang thing falls through, he came on for, I think, 15 minutes. Against yeah, I don't, I don't think he starts though against no. Spurs. Do you know what no, I mean? No, I, I, yeah. I think it would be kind of, the one to watch is uh, Sterling mm. and Havertz. That, those are the two. Which, Dimmed, you know, the two yeah. Sterling always looks lively. Against Everton, he's always kind of hanging around the goal. He's always there to kind of finish things off. Yeah, um, I'm a huge fan of Sterling. So yeah, I same. think he's brilliant. Yeah, I think he's going to get goals this year. This yeah. is a massive game, actually. Like really early in the season, because if Spurs can keep Chelsea out here, the only I tell you what, the only thing that might go in Spurs' way, yeah, is that towards the end of the game against Everton, loads of Chelsea players are going down with cramp. Like Thiago <laughs> looked like he couldn't run. <laughs> yeah, no, thirty-seven, thirty-eight-year-old Thiago. Like, he was feeling his hamstring, <laughs> calf, everything. So um, I don't know. Just a week in football goes very quick. You know, how much fitness can you yeah. get in a week? Um, so, so it'll be an interesting game and just quickly um, Davis started at centre-back yeah came back from fitness and started yeah, yeah he well, really likes it yeah Ollie thought he was going to be injured didn't he yeah, yeah yeah well he only came he only trained like, once before the um, really game. yeah he threw him straight back in and uh, um, what yeah. does that mean in terms of the Lengle signing um, Lengle again Longley, good, Longley. good Longley. question good question but I think these things are more to be spoken about once Champions League starts right, stuff like right. that because I think when you've got a, a tough fixture on the on the Wednesday, and all of a sudden you have I don't know like a Bournemouth on the yeah. uh, Sunday or Saturday, yeah. then that's when you're going to be talking about the new ones coming mm. in. And I think for now, Davies starts yeah. like a hundred percent. He's brilliant. Uh, yeah. He's got Conte's trust as well. Yeah, he? yeah. He's so trading trusted. Yeah, no, he's done about some waiver wires for sure. Mm. And Conte did say in the um, interview after, it's easy to trust the ones I've had for longer at the moment, whereas the new signings need to kind of get used to yeah. what I'm yeah. trying to teach them basically. Good luck, Jed Spence. Um, <laughs> on to Arsenal against Leicester. Will, Arsenal, very yes. impressive at Selhurst Park. Yeah, your thoughts? Very impressive. Um, I don't know why we always have to kick off the Prem season. It's a weird one. Um, a lot of pressure, all eyes watching. But I honestly thought that was one of the best Arsenal performance I've seen on like prime time television for ages I mean Saliba at the back was unbelievable yeah Henry's gonna be very happy with that Jesus especially in the first half was electric and he was so good off the ball as well he's influential yeah really yeah. I feel like I hadn't I feel like I just I'd sort of um, ignored that when he's at City like how good he is off the ball really pressing I feel like he was kind of like um hidden away in that City team when they're all amazing at it yeah but as soon as slotting into our side you can see the um, absolute class he's got um, Zinchenko, Reese, you've got him. Oh, what a, what what a, a player. What He's a such signing. a player. What a signing. For Arsenal it? and Reese. Yes, <laughs> uh, like, I'm so happy with that. Obviously, I know he's playing that left-back role, wasn't he? I'm yeah. just hoping 
that if tyranny comes in will they just push Shinchenko up a little bit because he can play that midfield role as well who knows I mean he he, going back to Wales sorry about this but yeah. <laughs> he, that playoff final he bossed it yeah. against us we're like, we didn't deserve to win I that I think match. you'll probably find you know because he's worked with uh, Pep and Arteta at City as well I think that's the reason they signed Jesus and Zinchenko they know the manager yeah. and I think Arsenal will have a lot of the ball this season against every team Yeah. Like, so you'll probably find that Zinchenko will do that midfield thing you know where the fullbacks kind of push into yeah, the field and in, get yeah, involved yeah. he'll probably end up doing that anyway um, I think lots of assists for him confident no, yeah, with him definitely yeah. I mean I was saying in the build up to the season I was sceptical of his um, FPL output but mm. I mean I just I, I have to eat my words like he looks a great pick up if you're in smaller leagues where he hasn't been picked up um, definitely go for him um, Tierney and Tommy Asu fit for for this week as well but I'm not sure how they're if they're going to make the team to be honest I mean we've got Leicester at home um, Leicester threw away a two goal lead to yeah. Brentford yeah I, I actually watched some of that on my yeah. laptop, actually. Yeah, um, It looked like a, it was a really hot day as well. It was one of those kind of games where it was getting popped about a bit, sort of shuffling side to side. Yeah. Um, uh, they just threw it away. Yeah. I've got to say, really good goals from mm. Brentford uh, to come back into it. But you, you can't be letting Brentford come back when you're 2-0 up. Definitely. So, I, honestly, I, I see this being a convincing Arsenal win. I know, but I'm feeling, I, I'm I really feeling good do. about it. I agree The one that, thing yeah. is that Vardy is... Um, historically very very good against us 11 goals in 14 games I mean he's always it's a good return he's always terrorised us but uh, I don't know I feel really good about this one um, If I don't really know if there are any Arsenal players that would be out there to pick up though apart from maybe Saliba and Zinchenko Saliba maybe obviously because we got a 10 man league yeah and we, we were looking at the pre-season yeah. he's obviously picked up but in the smaller leagues as well yeah so I, I wouldn't be, be looking there. to pick up Leicester players for no. this game no you know, keep what you've got and they've got um Southampton next but then they've got Chelsea and United I mean who knows with the United at the moment but, is, that yeah. is tough but the one thing I will say on Leicester obviously they've lost Schmeichel yeah. mm. and it's going to be that battle between Ward and Iverson so maybe they haven't been picked up if they get a nice run of fixtures mm. in like four weeks time yeah. that might might be a nice it's always nice keeper to have a guaranteed goalkeeper or like even as your backup goalkeeper yeah. you know it's, if they come yeah. the end of the window if it is Ward for example that backup keeper be Ward, could be think. Ward I think it is going to be what Brendan said, isn't it? That yeah. Ward is already made number one, um, mm. and it was a big season for him. If Schmeichel stayed, I think he had to go and look for first team football. Yeah. But yeah, um, well, he's know, got that spot. If you've got now. one of the other top, you know, an Edison or whatnot, mm. and you're looking for a backup keeper, sometimes it's not a bad idea to have someone like him. If you're playing at home to a Forest or yeah. Bournemouth, where you you might get a clean sheet, whereas Man City might have a Liverpool, mm. then those are it's a good option to have. Yeah, for sure. I mean, also keep an eye out for the Leicester transfers. It seems that the rumours have cooled with Madison, especially. But mm. with Afana, I mean, if he's there and he's about to move to Chelsea for 80 million plus. 80 million. Whatever, I, I then, can't um, see it though. Maybe. maybe. Although Rodgers yeah. does keep saying he's not for sale, but who, God knows what that means. That might just be because they want another 10 million. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously a price on someone. Yeah. Big pieces, little pieces, masterpieces, My missing piece this week is Pascal Gross from Brighton, um, arriving late into the box twice at Man United, getting two goals. I don't think he's obviously going to keep scoring two <laughs> goals every game, but I think he'll pick up with the assists because he's taking set pieces, and they've got some nice fixtures coming up with Newcastle home, West Ham away, yeah. and Leeds home, and I think that's points. Um, so early doors, get him in, and then if he stops dropping off, you can pick him up with another missing piece in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Reese. 
Uh, moving on, though, to uh, the late kickoff on Saturday, United against Brentford. So after a brilliant United result on the weekend for everyone that isn't a United <laughs> fan, um, 2-1 at home to Brighton. Brighton are, are a good team against top six, but... Reese, it's just it's just good to see, to be honest, that Den Haag hasn't come in and just completely switched up. Yeah, it's just funny, isn't it? They've still got that midfield of McTominay and Fred. Um, it doesn't matter what manager you can bring in if, yeah. if there's not investment from above to change it with mm. the players and the dynamic. It's always going to be the same. You've you've got that same couple of players. Well, I say couple of players, same squad. Yeah, literally. That is toxic, really, isn't it? And They've been performing like this for years now. Nothing's going to yeah. change if you don't change the clientele. I mean, Dan, United had a back four of Dallow, Maguire, Martinez and Shaw. Yeah, stunk. Was not good. No, it was it was really bad. Um, they sort of did that little and large thing, centre-back. Yeah. yeah. It, just sort of, it just didn't work. I don't think Maguire works at all. On the, it looks really odd with him being right centre-back for some reason. Yeah. Maybe because we've always seen him less centre-back. Mm. But it just looks odd. Um, he looks very slow. Um, oh and Ma- Martinez looks um, really small. Oh, um, so I don't. I look. Yeah. Who knows? It might be one of those where after a few weeks they gel. But then you look into the midfield and they were woeful. Yeah. And then the forwards were woeful. Like Rashford created no chances. Nothing. He should have scored twice though. He's realistically. Yeah. yeah but, but yeah. Those ones, his... they, as in created chances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those ones that fell to him and then he didn't even finish them. Mm. Yeah. But um, Sancho didn't do much. Um, I felt bad for Ericsson. Yeah. There's no way he should be an, a false nine. <laughs> Although when he did drop deeper, he looked good. He because then he could pick his happen. longer passes yeah. out. I could see that one. The only thing I could see of Ericsson is when he plays deeper, mm. is those sort of, you know, when he sort of goes inside right and he sort of whips him into the box. Yeah. I can see Ronaldo flying on the end of them mm. with his head I do agree with the that. season. But then, I, what are you thinking of Ericsson dropping deeper? A lot of people would have picked up Ericsson as that attacking mid-outlet. Yeah. But if he's dropping deeper just to dictate so, yeah, their tempo, then his points... Is no, exactly. I think you naturally you're going to have Bruno higher than Ericsson, right? Yeah. I don't know. It, especially because Ericsson doesn't cover as much ground now. If you're, if you're going to try and dictate play, you kind of want him a little bit deeper. I know it was late in the match, but it was Bruno that was pulled off and not Ericsson, yeah. which I thought maybe. But then obviously Ericsson was playing that deeper role. Yeah, So exactly. it's quite hard to and not tell. to Not to get on the back of um, Martinez too much, but like uh, size isn't everything. However, <laughs> like if you're getting manhandled by Danny Welbeck, yeah. it's it's not well, a good start. It was a stonewall penalty as well. Yeah, yeah that oh, was yeah, definitely that, that a penalty. Was so rash. How oh, is that not given? I, don't, I really don't understand that. There was some strange officiating. Obviously, that was a stonewall penalty. Yeah. The only and thing, then that McTominay challenge. It, yeah. The only thing is that he's obviously a good player. He was brilliant for Ajax. I think that was like a wide awakening for him. That like <laughs> this is a this is a team that's in trouble. Yeah. yeah. And like because he looked a little bit. But there's Ropey. so many players off it. There's so many yeah, players. Like, I feel like I feel like at the end of the last season where they said, you know, United needs a whole new starting eleven. I was like, okay, we well, got some players there. You got Sancho, Rashford. No, players. no, no, United. But then United, the start of last season, they batted Leeds. Remember? Yeah. Everyone went, oh, United are yeah. unreal. They're back. Yeah. yeah. They've started like they left off. So <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's well, it, it, obviously, you struggle against Welbeck. Right. Yeah. We're talking bad on Welbeck. He's a very good player. Yeah. yeah. But then. They're playing against Brentford this coming week, and then and they've, got they've got Tony, and he's another player who's big and strong, good in the air. Mm. He's obviously going to pull himself onto Martinez, mm. and he's going to pick him as the outlet. The only thing is, is that United do make a habit of bouncing back 
mm. quite well. They do. They sort of yeah. get hammered and then all of a sudden they have to fight a little bit and then they do and then they go back to it. So if this is sort of like already I mean, a bounce back game, <laughs> yeah. then it could they could win, you know, because yeah. they, they have to show something. I mean, yeah, Brentford, obviously great result, uh, all things considered, against Leicester. At home to United, they'll probably back themselves. They've just signed Damsgaard. Mm-hmm. Everyone look out for that one on um, uh, on the waiver wire. He's a decent player. Isn't yeah. 16 mil as well. Yeah, it's that's such nothing. A, such a good. Damsgaard's yeah. the one that did the worldy free kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pickford. Yeah, yeah, I was there for that. I was oh. up sail of Britain in the pub. I yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, but ah, uh, yeah. if I wasn't top of the waivers, he'd be top of my list, and I'd be yeah. So, so I'd be looking so look to make a deal for that. For that. I mean, United I'm not sure he's on the app yet. He's it? not. No, no. He's not yeah. But you'd probably pick him up, Dan. So oh, I would. Yeah, speak to him. I'll still be bottom next week, so I'll get him then. Just for Brentford, quickly. Uh, they've got Fulham away next week. Oof. That's tough. That's West London derby. I, actually, I really want to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think everyone just wants to go and yeah. see what happens. Arnie's going to be fuming if they lose that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got Fulham away next week, followed by Everton and Palace. So decent fixtures for them. United, on the other hand, have got Liverpool, oh. and then Southampton, and then Leicester. That Liverpool game, oh, that could be massive for Ten Hag early in the season. Um, but so keep an eye out for that. Next, let's go to Brighton against Newcastle. This is a great game, Reese. Honestly, I'm so excited for this match. I think both <laughs> these teams are, are good teams. I think they're yeah. both going to be pushing to be in that top 10. Uh, Newcastle obviously have more incentive with the money they've spent. Yeah. But these are just two, this season, great Premier League teams. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a stat for you here. Aside from the top six teams, Newcastle had 59 touches in the opponent's box last week. The second was Palace with 31. They're miles ahead yeah. of, every, of the rest of the other mm. 14. It's an interesting... Obviously, you're going to create more chances, obviously, with that amount of touches in the box. Um, we do have to take into account it was Forest, Forest <laughs> after 23 years of not being in the top flight. And they've just got such a new team that's going to take a while to gel. Yeah. And they were a bit feeble, weren't they? Um, and just didn't Some offer much. Finishes, that Wilson finish oh, was so nice. That's a proper striker's yeah. goal, that. He is... He's unbelievable. I mean, he's got an yeah. XG of 0.72 in one game. When you have a strike like that, you can just, you can do everything, like lump it in the box. He'll do something with it. Mm. He can run in Make behind. Make behind, yeah. I just think, yeah. Another thing for Newcastle, though, the defensive assets. I mean, Shaw was the top point scorer last week, 15 points. Yeah. Joint, uh, joint top. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, target as well, eight points. Trippier, seven. Pope, six. Burn, mm. six. I feel like this Newcastle defense, I really do think it's going to be quite good. I mean, since January yeah. last year, it was, it's been very strong. Um, and in terms of home games, I mean, the only problem with Newcastle is they've got City and Liverpool coming up. Oof. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, yeah. it, that's if you're going to start drafting in defenders, hold off a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because when they're at home, saying that if they're if they're there to go and get, mm. and you and you can afford to perhaps have them on your bench, yeah. So no one else can take them. Then then why not? Because perhaps it's one of those where you can put them in when they're at home. Yeah. Because that's yeah. it looks a really tough place to go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Looks really they're tough. looking really but good. But away like Brighton, this screams two all. <laughs> yeah it really does or one or so I don't know Brighton love a yeah. draw at home yeah I don't know about Brighton two games in a row what do you think this result's going to be Reese? 2-1 Brighton really yeah I'm going for it <laughs> um, I just think Newcastle obviously brilliant team um, and looking good under Eddie Howe but Brighton really did impress me considering they've lost two of their main starters in Pesuma and yeah, yeah. Actually, you're right there and they look really good yeah, that's true Potter put uh, Trossard to left wing back and great uh, creative. He always gets there. him in a good setup. Yeah. Don't you think? 
Mm. He's tactically brilliant. They've rarely got big gaps against Brighton. They're mm. always like very tight, compact. Each player knows what they're doing. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be a good game. I, I, I'm going to go for a draw. Yeah, I think a Brighton draw as well. seem to love a draw. Yeah. They do. They especially one, last one season. One thing is if if Welbeck's available, definitely worth a pick up. I mean, yeah, yeah, de- yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on to Villa against Everton. Dan, this is the oldest fixture in English football. Is it? You don't know that? No, I didn't know that. They say it every time <laughs> oh, on commentary. Sorry. <laughs> I probably mute that. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, the oldest fixture in English football. Um, both sides lost on the opening weekend. Yep. Um, how do you think this is going to go? <laughs> it's going to be a scrappy game, isn't it's it? It's going to be no, scrappy. No, you know it. This is going to be a scrappy game. Um, I, I, I don't know who's going to start for Villa. Ing started last week. I, uh, Watkins on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell was that about? <laughs> no, but like honestly, why is Watkins on on the bench? Although I did notice in pre-season, he seemed to have liked putting Coutinho in behind Watkins and Ings. Yeah, he liked to top, and he did that towards the end of the season when they started to get a few points. Mm, whether whether he'll do that again, I don't know. He might he might drop Ings. Who knows? Coutinho hasn't played well. No, like towards the end of last season and the first game, he did nothing. Mm. Could he be dropped and sort of Buendia might take his role? Possibly. Maybe. Yeah. That's yeah. But again, it's kind of early to tell these things. Mm. There's something to look out for. Um, obviously, we're saying it to look out for it, but maybe don't do anything about it just yet. I mean, also rumours of Gerard discontent with Tyrone Mings. Yeah. yeah see, yeah. Aston Villa Reddit is brilliant. <laughs> I've not, <laughs> I've not looked through it, but I saw, I saw the article of where Gerard came out and said that Mings needs to look real hard himself and like pick up his performances just to even get a sniff back on that side yeah what's he done I have no idea he's obviously been stripped of captaincy as well yeah, yeah. he's gone to John McGinn um, not good for World Cup as well no Mings. no definitely not um, it's it's a strange one isn't it I, I, I know that they were saying and there was a lot of hype for Villa coming in from pre-season yeah. this is Gerard's season to show they're not really playing well, are they? No. I mean, they're not looking good at all. They're, they're not looking good. However, they've actually got good players. Yeah, mm. they've they bought well. It doesn't look good in Gerrard because the players, even last season, they brought in some really good players. Could they gel though and get back to it? They're ca- definitely capable of like a really good result. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they they could they could win against Everton with these injuries as well. They're going to have to throw Connor Cody straight into it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, Everton don't have a striker at the moment. <laughs> no DCL out. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah. DCL out for a couple of months. So uh, Anthony Gordon up top, he had an XG of 0.04. Prolific. Against Chelsea, <laughs> which... Bless him. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I've got in my in my fantasy team, I've got um, Huang and Gordon, who are both midfielders playing up top. Yeah. Huang got, got an assist, to be fair. Yeah, I um, rate Huang so much. He's a player. Yeah. But um, yeah, Mason Holgate had the highest XG of any Everton <laughs> player, <laughs> That's a yeah. player last week. Um, they so, are playing Chelsea there, though. Yeah, they so are playing Chelsea. Uh, yeah. But I just, I just don't know. I just don't think this Everton team's improved either. I mean, I think Conor Cody's a good signing, but I think it's a sideways signing. I think if Villa best. like make that place a fortress like they do sometimes, mm. then and they could really get a few chances here yeah. and carve, carve them open. To be honest, yeah. I mean, Everton. If you are looking at Everton and you like what you see, they've got Forest, Brentford, and Leeds coming up next. So these could be some results. Yeah. It's a big start. Maybe this the season. Forward, no, honestly, I know we're we're slating the forwards, but. 
to be honest, they do put in a shift. And when you, if you watch the Chelsea game, there were so many opportunities where there was like a run in behind. Yeah. The last ball that wasn't quite ball, right. Yeah. Gray did a few where he was dribbling mm. and it, that last pass just wasn't right. Yeah. Right. And they would have been through like three or four times. <laughs> Someone like a Gray or Gordon. I know we said he got like 0.04 yeah. XG. No, I also He's a like good player. Gordon. Yeah. He gets chances. I also like Gordon. I just feel a bit weird having him as like one of my starting. Yeah, yeah, your main, <laughs> your main midfielder. Your outlet. Yeah, literally. But he's. I think Everton with a striker will be better. Yeah, a lot better than uh, obviously it will be better, mm. but a lot better than last season. Um, because at least they were a bit more drilled against Chelsea. Yeah, definitely. And hopefully they don't just go and sign like Solomon Rondon again. Yeah, no, <laughs> oh, I do think they need. That DCL type of striker who's going to hold up and yeah, bring they do because the then the rest and Gordon the can look then. really good yeah. then. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. get rid of him yet. Will true. Sure. Three Thanks weeks then. left in the window. Hello, listeners. Ollie here. This week's oddball is going to be none other than Andreas Pereira. I'm hoping that this man can follow the form of Rodrigo from last week, who managed to bag us a goal. And with Andres Pereira playing for Fulham in a 4-4-2 and a second-string striker to Mitro, I think they will be getting knockdowns, assists. Goals, it'll be amazing to watch him against a Wolves team who I thought were terrible at the back last week and lost 2-1 to Leeds. So I think get him in, we'll get some more points and we'll get ourselves some wins. Moving on to Liverpool against Palace. Oh, tough start for Liverpool, Reese. That dry pitch, eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, real tough start. We've got to give credit to Fulham. They were they gave them a really good game and they mm. looked well up for it and maybe it's a different look for them this season. But Liverpool... Thiago out injured yes, early that's the on. Main one. Um, mm. So maybe if Harvey Elliott is going about in the waivers, pick him up. It's a great shout. I'm very tempted. Yeah. In my midfield of young starlets, I mean, I feel like if he gets if he gets going, there, I mean, he's got competition from Oxlade Chamberlain and Curtis Jones. Didn't Oxlade have a bit of a knock last wouldn't, game of preseason? Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I'm pretty. Sure, I think that he did. Like I think you. So I think I read he felt his hamstring a bit. But Harvey Elliott um, definitely could be a pickup. Also, Darwin had quite a good game, Reese. Yeah, he did well when he came on. I know Henderson blasted him for one of the 50-50s, wasn't it? But Henderson was losing 50-50s all day, so it was a bit uh, bit rich coming from him. But no, he took his goal very well. Um, he was looking dangerous, making those runs to the front post. Mm. And obviously with Salah and Luis Diaz around him, he's going to get chances, he's yeah. going to get goals. Um, against Palace as well, they've come off against... A tough loss against Arsenal but it's mm. a very good Arsenal I know they had a lot of possession but they didn't really do anything with it and it's another tough game for them yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be touching Firmino no no, no, I mean, no. that's, his, that's your worst not. nightmare if you're a Firmino owner no. because you're thinking um, especially pre-season he looked a little bit like Bambi on ice didn't he yeah. Darwin I, I don't know yeah, and all yeah. of a sudden those, that goal and assist all of a sudden puts you on the bench it just does you're the new yeah. signing of course it, not only that You've got a, a massive player in Jota who's not fit yet. So when he comes back, mm. that's that's Firmino over most players that are going to get less game time. I was shocked when they announced he was starting. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Firmino, yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, think obviously that was just more Klopp yeah. giving Nunes time to adapt. But I, I, I do it, see Nunes playing. I see it now. as well now. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Palace had a tough loss to Arsenal, as Reese said. But decent statistically. I mean, as Reese mentioned... Uh, had 56% possession, nine open play shots to Arsenal's eight and over 100 more passes. But yeah, um, I think the mid, the um, attacking four of Ayu, Eze, Zaha and Edward just didn't really 
trouble Arsenal enough? No, a couple of chances though. Yeah, and another, another day, you know, puts Eze Arsenal should, in a different... should score there. Yeah, has to score that. And that header uh, as well. Yeah, the header. No, yeah. And another day, if, they, if one of those goes in, yeah. it's a difficult game. Mm. Um, so saying that, uh, you also have to think who they're playing and Liverpool against anything like Fulham there's chances, there's chances there. there. They yeah. looked really sluggish. Yeah. Liverpool. Wasn't yeah. it brilliant to see Van yeah, Dijk? Really, oh, oh, that was brilliant. So no one dribbles past him. It, <laughs> it was the clip where I've seen it. I've seen it on Twitter like millions of times this week. Of um, you know when Mitro just um, basically just pushes um, Henderson over. Oh yeah. And then yeah. Kreuz Van Dijk. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> Who is this guy? Honestly. Um, hopefully we can see some of that from Eduard or Mateta yeah. but uh, I feel yeah. like they're, they're yet to get to that no, but Zaha could have a success against, um, against Trent, Trent you know yeah. only but thing is it's at Anfield yeah, yeah. yeah. so that, that sucks and, um, and uh, we mentioned that one of our friends Joey picked Elise in the third round of our draft <laughs> <a> shocker <laughs> um, <he hasn't>... third round <laughs> <laughs> I wrote de- definitely could have been available in like the 11th oh, oh, oh I understand yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know Back yourself. Yes. <laughs> Third round. Uh, no Elise in the team against Arsenal. And uh, I think he's dealing with an injury at the moment. So um, tough start for Palace. Who Tough start for Joey. Tough start for Joey. Very tough start. Still, we've got Villa next week and then City away. Um, so maybe hold off on your Palace pickups. But moving on to City, they've got Bournemouth next week. Reese, oh. as I mentioned, you've got five or six, four or five um, City players. One of them is indeed Erling Haaland. Yeah, yeah, I've got four, Will, um, and they all avoided Pep Roulette. Oh. All started. Wow. And somehow I picked up Gundogan in the 14th round. Um, and he's skipper, so he's going to be playing a lot of games. And he, he no. does get in on the assists and goals. Ruben Diaz, solid at the back. Clean sheets all day for me. And then Haaland, how well did he take that second goal? No, this is a hat-trick all over this, Haaland. Yeah. Yeah, this it is worrying. It just is. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, I, I said before in the group chat that just watching it, just it's just terrifying. I saw you in they the chat. They should not yeah. have a player that good. Uh, he's just so quick for someone that's so tall and he just yeah, breezes all, past yeah, the players. Also, I don't know, like, when I saw the pen, mm. I hadn't seen for a long time in the Premier League someone get a penalty like that. You know, when they just nick it before. Yeah. The, I feel like everyone's so clever in the Premier League now. Like, they know uh, goalkeepers know that strikers are going to do that. Yeah. They don't quite go in for it. Yeah, it's almost like this new kid's come in, but he's that quick <laughs> that it was like, how's he actually got there before yeah. me? Literally, and then um, just such a good penalty as well, wasn't it? Such a good. The pen. second one was frightening. That Honestly, was he like ate ice up cold. The, he just ate up the ground. <laughs> um, Ogbonna was there. Was it Ogbonna? No, no, it was Zuma. Zuma, Zuma yeah. was there. Yeah. Was yeah. Like, he didn't even he didn't even bother coming across <laughs> Zuma. Um, and then he just like it was so, it was un- incredible with. Um, De Bruyne as well. His weight of pass is that was he, he was having a quiet ha- game up to then as well. To yeah, it was. It. Oh. I, it, honestly, this season's going to be revolting. I know. Yeah, for De Bruyne and, and Haaland. We're forgetting the fact this is West Ham away, and West Ham are a good side. Yeah. Top side. and they're very solid at home. And Man City yeah, have right. walked past them, and now they've mm. got Bournemouth at home, which could be a five niller. <laughs> yeah, and some. One thing is that um, Ake started for yeah. City. Yeah, obviously Laporte injured at the moment. Mm. Um, Ake, left footer, left side, centre-back. Kind of makes sense. Could this be a um, Nathan Ake season? I don't think so. <laughs> Until Laporte comes back, yes. The only thing is, um, and I don't know if there's anything in it, I think there might be, Right. is you know how Ake was uh, rumoured to go to Chelsea? Yeah. Now that fell through, 
But if you're a Pep, it is kind of a way of keeping him on side. Mm. You know, haven't let you go for whatever reason. Um, so now there's an injury. It would be pretty scummy to then put you on the bench. Yeah. So I think it is like, it's good management, good yeah. man management for the first few games to be like, no, 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 you're starting centre-back. You played well, you're starting again. Yeah, Do you, feel, know what I mean? you feel wanted. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise, it's never nice as a player when you could have got a move mm. to another big club and played and then you haven't been allowed to and then all of a sudden there's a position there for you to play and you're on the bench. I mean, we'll see how he handles the big Kiefer Moore this week, won't we, Reece? Yes. Yeah. Well, oh, big shine. I, I know we're laughing, right? <laughs> how good was his header against Villa? Oh, so good. It, it was, it was like very proper. <laughs> throwback centre centre half centre half centre forward because <laughs> yeah. um, the ball didn't have much pace on it no, that's what he generated completely yeah. he's a good player boys. He's, he's got goals at international level um, <laughs> he is one of those players which just might, may just score like 10 goals a season that's what I'm and thinking. he'll be like okay he's just I think it. Solanke might get yeah Solanke looked right as well there in the right area maybe not against City <laughs> no definitely not this is a bench yes. for this game um, yeah. but as your third striker and um, when it comes up against teams like Fulham, yeah. Wolves, and they, they're going to come got, up and get points. Bournemouth so we've got Arsenal and Liverpool next. Yeah, it's the only real. thing is, is that you know when you've got those teams after, you really have to fight every game. Of course, yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not like a City. Let's roll over because we've got no. whoever next. It's you got to fight. But luckily, yeah. they've got three points on the board already. Yeah, that's massive, which is a big thing. That's um, big, huge. Going back to Ake, yeah, and Dan, looking at your defense, which is like testing the mic one two one two. <laughs> um, <laughs> Are you going to potentially look to bring Ake in? I am, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I stupidly, time of running out, being a Spurs fan, who am I going to pick? Who am I going to pick? Jed Spence. <laughs> right? Third wing back for Spurs. Um, so I'm going to get rid of him. The rest of my defenders are okay. Yeah, look yeah they're very good. They are. They're yeah. okay. So I think he he will slot in nicely against Bournemouth in my team. <laughs> um, and that, that makes sense for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, moving forward, though, Southampton against Leeds. Massive, well, not massive win. Good win for Leeds last week against Wolves. Um, went down in the first 10 minutes or so to a potent finish, but turned it around with the help of the American boys and a decent performance from Patrick Bamford coming through. Looked like he was saying Bamford of two years ago, well, two yeah. seasons ago, great, wasn't it? Great assist. Yeah. Um, slid it across and lucky not to come away with a goal, but yeah, very looking at the goalkeeper and the stop it, it was pretty yeah. good. And Bamford yeah. won't be too disappointed with that. Mm. If he keeps getting those chances, he's going to start scoring. One thing, Dan, Rodrigo goal. He was Ollie's oddball last week. <laughs> Honestly, just listen to Ollie. Listen to this Ollie guy yeah. plucks him out somewhere. I personally, I wouldn't get Rodrigo. Why not? I don't know. Oh, poor, not, poor goal keeping in my eyes. Yeah, I'm not too fast about Rodrigo. I'd be. I'm. If I'm excited about anyone, it's the fact that Bamford's back. And yeah, looked really good. Look, it's a great assist to slide that across the box. Um, you know, someone who hasn't played in a while could have just got a bit of hot head and just smacked it towards goal and thought yeah. I could score and um, yeah and lucky with the header he just looked good energetic as well I, th- I think Leeds were riled up weren't they um, yeah. it was a very feisty game for the first yeah. game of the season I know they sh- yeah. there was a stonewall penalty in there as well yeah, exactly. the keeper came out and he did punch he punched someone yeah he literally knocked him out yeah right? crazy that was never given as a pen I did think Aronson looked quite good I know it could have been that one where it's his Harrison. day no, Aronson Aronson yeah um, at home on his debut could be one of those things where you know you've got the crowd yeah. behind you who knows where that'll go but one to keep an eye out on not saying do anything about it now yeah, but no. he was definitely lively popped up in the box a few times mm. um, so yeah keep an eye on him another one Jack Harrison obviously a fancy starlet from uh, two seasons ago now yeah, yeah. 
um, created seven chances last week, which is the most Ooh. outside of the top six. That's a good fact. That's very good. Which was exciting for him. Um, but just quickly, Southampton against Spurs. Was Dan's the man to Yeah, no, I was there. I actually predicted one all before the, before the <laughs> game. Um, I thought it was going to be one of those where they, you know, sit in front of Kane, make it really difficult to play yeah. against. Um, and I was proved right to begin with because they scored a brilliant goal. And then from there, actually, it was all Spurs. Yeah. You know, they came out, bounced straight back, created loads of chances. Mm. Um, brilliant goal by Sessignon, who, looked, who yeah. was really good all game. Yeah. Um, great head at the back stick, which is a good sign as well that he's getting up and down. Um, great assist from Kuliseski. Yeah. And um, it says a lot when you win 4-1 and neither Son or Kane scored. True. It's true. So I think that's a good sign. A lot about how bad Southampton are at the moment. Yes, uh, may- maybe. But to be honest, I think being in the stadium, it did look a little bit like they um, just saw like, oh, we're going to lose this. Can't be bothered. We? Yeah, the it's, crowd's it's, on us. It's way too hot for this. Yeah, it, it did look a little bit like that. Um, it's not what he won first week, is it? No, <laughs> it's not. But it, I think a lot of teams look really leggy, to be honest, the first week. I've been, um, yeah. Southampton were the same. The defenders looked uh, leggy. Yeah. A lot of in- going down, cramp and whatnot. Yeah. So um, let's not judge them just yet. I don't really know what Southampton players you want apart from Ward Prowse. Yeah, well, that's it. I any mean, any problems from, is it Joe Aribo from Rangers? Um, Again, didn't... He, I tell you what, he looked lively when he had the ball. Yeah. But he didn't have it a lot. Often. Basically. But, you know, definitely... Um, Against teams like Put him in your maybe. watch list, though. Yeah. Definitely have a look at him. Because um, he did a lot of good work down the right mm. with um, Walker Peters. Um, he sort of drove yeah. up the pitch yeah. a lot, tried to feed in. You know what? Armstrong was didn't do anything. I know. That's the problem with them. No, I mean, no, he didn't do anything. They've so lost Brozier. They've got Armstrong. Yeah. They've got he did nothing. Che Adams. Yeah. Che didn't even grace the pitch. Oh, no. So, um, no, that's, I think when you've got players like Arriba around yeah. around you, you kind of want a number nine to bounce off. Mm. It just wasn't happening for Southampton. No, it definitely wasn't. I mean, their highest XG was um, Gineppo with uh, 0.09 oh. against Spurs. And no. they got some tough fixtures coming up as just well after Ward this Prowse. game. Yeah, they do. Leicester away, United at home and Chelsea at home. Not a great time to have Southampton assets. Hopefully you don't have any. Uh, moving on though, to Wolves against Fulham. Well, we'll start off with Fulham, and we mentioned them in the Liverpool roundup. But Mitrovic, wow, what, what just happened? Oh, honestly, he was phenomenal. Um, nasty striker, isn't he? I love him. Yeah, um, he's what you want. Holds a ball up. He had Van Dijk on toast, and it was brilliant. Uh, he just crashed in at the back post over Trent. I know, oh, that was. I know we say Trent can't defend. He's never winning that ball. Mitro's mm. got him no, all exactly. day there. Um, really positive for Fulham. I think Ollie must be very happy watching it because they looked very good, set up very well. Should have won the match. Midfielder. Should have won I the match. I thought midfielder yeah. was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it Palinia? Palinia. What yeah. a player. I thought he Reed was really as well tidy. is very good. The yeah. thing with Mitrovic is you just wish he could get out of gear two, don't <laughs> yeah. you? Like he gets the ball and you think, just go, like, yeah. put your foot down. Um, he sort of just bundles his way into the box, isn't he? But yeah. I think that actually that's why he got the penalty. Yeah, because Van Dijk was like, he's not going to get past me. I'll just tackle him now, and it was actually nicked away from him. He yeah. was like, oh, that that piece of skill was ridiculous for someone that big, like to square to Van Dijk up. Of, and yeah, just, just chop it. But that's what I mean. If Van Dijk was like, actually respected Mitrovic, yeah. and just stood him up. He wouldn't have been hard for Nothing someone like Van Dijk. It's an easy tackle. Yeah. But because he thinks like, look how slow he is, he's actually given the pen away for that reason, yeah. I think. Yeah. But um, 
all credit to Mitrovic because tucked it away as well. And he, he bullied everyone on the pitch. There was, there was a point as well. I was playing someone that had Mitrovic and I was watching it. I was like, this isn't really happening, is it? Like, <laughs> Mitrovic isn't going about to drop 15 points on me or 13 points on me, but I he did. I act- and actually, if you're looking ahead, so uh, obviously it's got Wolves. Yeah. Uh, could you, would you be surprised if you saw Mitrovic on the, on the goal? No, no I wouldn't be surprised if he scored. That's the word. Yeah, um, not at all. I think he will absolutely bully those Wolves centre-backs. Yeah. I mean, they start Wolves actually moving on to them. Transitioning to a four at the back. They started um, Collins, Kilman, Johnny and Aitnuri. Hence why... Um, Mitrovic licking his lips. Yeah, yeah. why Cody's left. For Wolves, yeah. So they're changing the system. Um, Podent scored last week, as I mentioned, with the Huang assist, um, which was also my nailed on feature, guys. Just let you know. Got laughed at at the time. I think um, Fulham will be very confident going into this, obviously. Yeah, I agree. I think um, very strong start for them. I do think the Wolves forwards are very tricky yeah great players um it could be it could be no i know obviously against liverpool at home you have the you know you've got that boost first game Mm. yeah you're now away to wolves their crowds on you you're just come up from the championship you you rarely come across four tricky forwards like wolves are they're very they're small they're nippy very tidy Mm. they could turn him in and out you know what i mean (laughs) No, they, they, they could. It could be they're a big very, round very, to check of the Like prem, Neto could yeah. burst past them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, just tune in short little passes here and there. I think both teams will score. Mm. I agree with both teams to score. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, as I mentioned, they've got Brentford away, then Arsenal at home, and then Brighton at home. Wolves, on the other hand, have got Spurs away, Newcastle at home, and then Bournemouth away. Um, so, one, also one just to keep an eye on, um, Andreas Pereira. He was indeed playing in a very forward role, as um, Ollie mentioned last week. If you've got a spot as a fifth midfielder, um, set piece taker. Yeah, well. look tidy. Yeah, yeah. set piece taker. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on to Forest against West Ham. So we didn't really see that much of West Ham on the weekend. I feel tough I mean, against Man City, isn't it? Yeah. To do anything, so you couldn't really sh- see what they were going to show for the season. Um, mm. And I don't know. It's a. I think it's a tough game again. Um, Forest, I know, didn't look good against Newcastle, but at the City Ground, 23 years of waiting to be back in the top flight, their fans are going to yeah. be up for it. They're going to yeah. be bouncing. And yeah, I think it's uh, going to be a tough old game at West Ham, uh, for West Ham. Saying mm. that, if you have got West Ham players, yes, your Bowens and stuff, you're, yeah, you're hoping they're getting on the score sheet, aren't you? Mm. Or an assist or something. They're getting your points. I c- kind of don't back West Ham to keep a clean sheet here, though. No. No. I'm not, I'm not feeling it's great. An, uh, it's, a, it's not a good time to go to Forest. Yeah, exactly. Second week, you might still have a few heavy legs in there um, mm. after quite a tough first week against City. <laughs> um, again, as as a reset, um, first game and back in the Prem. It's difficult to go away there. Um, yeah, speaking about Forest though, Everton away next and then Tottenham at home and then City away. Oof. What's with all these promoted sides having awful starting starting games? Bad luck of the draw. Um, so yes, yeah, so this is a big game for them then obviously to get off the mark with those fixtures coming up. Mm. Um, I love Nico Williams. I know <laughs> he couldn't show anything, but I think he's going to get some points this season. He had a highlight on match of the day. Yeah, look at that. He's <laughs> made it. Uh, <laughs> he's up there. <laughs> you mean you've made your name as a wheeler and dealer? There's not no, been I'm much not wheeling and dealing, here, has No, I'm not a wheeler and dealing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no, I didn't mean that. Um, Dan's deals this week. The first one of the season is actually going to be a deal I've done. Wow. This week. From opening, inside the mind himself. <laughs> opening week. Um, now, 
This happened within our league, obviously, um, with a friend called Charles. Uh, he had Kuliseski yeah. and Diogo Jota. Mm. Injured Diogo Jota, I might say. And I had Gabriel Jesus yeah. and Ericsson. <laughs> so I thought, I'm a Spurs fan. Saw Kuliseski do well. I want Kuliseski. So I offered him Ericsson and Jesus for Kuliseski and Diogo Jota. Yeah. And he's accepted. Um, I'm I'm pleased about this deal. Yeah. The only th- annoying thing is obviously that Joss is injured for a couple of weeks. Again, when I saw this deal come through, I thought, right, Dan's done it again somehow. I <laughs> mean, every team. year on the bounce, manages to get some ridiculous. I mean, Ericsson and he's going to be good. Jesus, I think, will be very good. Yeah. But will he? Will he? Will he be better than having Kulisevsky and Jota? It's going to be time will tell. You're getting points there. It's, yeah, I, I know it's Kulisevsky. I'm so happy about. Uh, also, I need to say this: my midfield is awful, <laughs> so I had to prioritise getting him in. You know, because yeah. now it kind of balances things out. Yeah. And then when Jota comes in, I can put him in instead of one of the midfielders and play less midfielders. Is he a forward know? this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of um, for me, it was a win-win. Um, however, time will tell whether who got the better <laughs> side of the deal. Yeah, yeah we'll keep up to date with that one. Thanks very much, Dan. No worries. Welcome back, listeners, to the Nailed On segment, which we started off last week. Each week, we're going to pick a player which is outside of the top 10 uh, total points scored. Um, and we're going to choose, we're going to pick them to be the one that gives you a points return. So it has to be above four points. Each player we nominate should have to get either an assist or a goal. Um, or clean sheet. Or clean sheet. Last week, um, I went for Huang. Tick. Got that one. Uh, Henry Tick. went for Callum Wilson. Tick. 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 Ollie went for Ollie Watkins. Oh, boo. Didn't, didn't, oh. didn't start the game. Um, <laughs> so take that as you will. Anyway, so me and Henry have both got a point each. Um, Dan. Cancelo. Cancelo. Yeah. Uh, nice. Getting that like top Cancelo pick in early whilst he's you know not you know, he's outside <laughs> the top 10. I like it. Yeah. Who have they got again? Uh, Bournemouth. Bournemouth at home. Yeah. 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 Reese, who, who are you going for? Sticking with the Man City team to get a point. Uh, Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Against Bournemouth. Philip. Yeah. And Will, who have you going for? Have you nailed on? I'm going to go for Patrick Bamford. Um, Solid I choice. I think that Southampton away, he's going to back his goal. He's going to get his return goal um, after notching an assist last week. Uh, so that's the one I'm going for and we'll keep you... Nailed on. Nailed on. Wang like, and like Bamford. It. I'm a fan of it. Anyway, let's move on to the roundup questions. Reese, who has got you up this week? Too many to choose from, Will. <laughs> How many points did you get again? Um, I, I said only 59. Um, I think that's the top, right? Yeah, it's top, top of the league. I've <laughs> only got, 59. I've got a choice of three, but how frightening he looked. I'm going to say Haaland. Yeah. With 13, he got me the most points, and he looked terrifying. Um, Dan, uh, who's got you up? This is so boring. <laughs> my team are pretty average. Um, Edison. <laughs> Edison. He's the only player that did me a, a solid... Last he, week, he's so, a great, uh, he's a great player, Dan. You got, you got a real, real dime there. Top goalkeeper. <laughs> he's going to win you the league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will, who, who's got you up? It's, it is actually going to be Patrick Bamford for getting that assist. I, I'm, I'm very, very worried about my team, listeners, as I'm sure you'll find out throughout the season. Uh, strike force of Ronaldo, Bamford, and Inketia. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it could, it could, um, it could be alright. It could be alright. Yeah, you'll be f- mate. Ronaldo and Bamford, if they that's get, goals. Yeah, if, that's fine. if, if, but uh, yeah, a Bamford starting off well was a big, was a big boost for me. So uh, Bamford assist. 
Um, Reese, who has got you down? Malassia of Man United. Um, <laughs> I picked him up as a brave choice. What round did you get him in? Late rounds? Late rounds, oh, so okay, it's not okay. too much of a sting. But yeah, he looked good in pre-season. I thought he was going to play uh, the Dutch guy coming in for Ten Hag yeah. to displace Shaw. He may... I'm not going to transfer I, I him now. He may sure. start because United were woeful. So, but he only got me one point because he came on as a sub. So he's got me down. Yeah, uh, Dan, who's got you down? Um, Martinez. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Stick with the United. Um, it's just a really bad performance. <laughs> just really, really bad. Gave yeah. a penalty away. Um, got a yellow card. Yeah, and was at home to Brighton on the first. Game of the season. Returned how many points? Uh, zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good start. Um, for me, I'm actually going with his centre-back pair, yeah. um, Maguire. Again, yeah. picked him up in the 10th round because I'm thinking Ten Hag's coming in, going to shore up this defence. Uh, no. 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 I don't know what I'm doing. I'm dropping him this week, as yeah. we'll find out. Um, Reese, who is top of your waiver? Well, Will, um, if I had to pick one, I don't think I'm going to go for anyone this week. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm going to... Wow, big, big dick energy there. I'm going to yeah, stick massive. with what I've got. I know I just spoke on Malassia and how he's got me down, but I think he will start. Yeah. And don't change a winning formula. I, th- I thought I struggled last season and I kept chopping and changing, trying to find points. Yeah. Um, got the points. I'm just going to stick with it. Fair, fair. Um, easy when you have a good team, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan, who's who's top of your waiver? Uh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Good pick. Yeah. Strong. Getting rid of Spence. The fro. On yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hair. Uh, anyway, my top of my waiver, I'm going to go for Fabian Shaw. Um, Massive. As I said, Maguire out. Out. Shaw in. Um, part of that Newcastle defence. However, um, if you are higher up in your league than me, I mean, me and Dan are, are bottom two, so I should be getting him. But if you're higher up in the league and you want to get a Newcastle defender in, Dan Byrne. Yeah. Get him Great in. Big choice. Burn. He's part of that four at the back, unless Botman comes in. This is what yes. I was say, what about I know. Botman? They've spent a lot of money on Botman, they have. haven't they? So he's going to have to start playing at some point. Yeah, but in these early fixtures, I mean, yeah. I'm feel- I mean, they've got Brighton away, then City at home, then Wolves away. So if you, tr- you know, if you time it for those Brighton away and Wolves away, uh, could be handy. Also, they um, sometimes Dan Byrne plays left back. Mm. Yeah, he does. He did for Brighton, didn't he? Yeah. No six foot seven person should be at left back, but he does <laughs> know, a terrific does. job. <laughs> no, I just think you spend that money on Botman, a club like Newcastle, you've got to kind of play that signing, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, true, true. Um, Reese, what matchup are you looking forward to next week? Oh, it's very boring, but Man City Bournemouth. Uh, my eyes have lit up. I'm licking my <laughs> yeah, lips. Yeah. I'm thinking four City players. I mean, that's surely fair. this is points. Yeah, surely, yeah. yeah. So that's got me. I'm expecting Haaland hat trick, Ford and hat trick of assists. <laughs> Gun the gonna skip, but getting away <laughs> Diaz clean sheet. So that's points. <laughs> Dan, what matchup are you looking forward to next week? Um, <laughs> he got me up, and now I'm looking forward to him again. Edison, former. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'll say something different because Reece said. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to look for a big bounce back from Van Dyke. Yeah. Nice. Against Palace at home. I want nothing less than six points. <laughs> you, I think you can get some more. In and there. I want a bonus point at least. <laughs> yeah. I want anything. I want a goal header a from header. a corner. Yeah. I, I need him to bounce back, please. I mean, I can so... I always see it every season. I always want to get Van Dyke. And if you hadn't picked Van Dyke in the first round or whatever, which yeah. I think is a good pick, I was going to pick him when yeah. he came back round. Um, can always see him just soaring through the air and just 
pile driving a header into the back yeah, of the Yeah, but you just assume there'd be clean sheets. Yeah. yeah. You know? They'll come. They'll come. Don't worry. Um, Will, what matchup has got you excited? Um, Ronaldo at Brentford. Interesting. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I, I like feel it. it. I yeah. feel it. He's definitely has to start there. Yeah, it has to start. Has to start. I mean, Ten Hag hopefully won't throw a hissy fit and put him on the bench again, then reluctantly bring him on 60 minutes into the game when they're 2-0 down. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling it. Ronaldo coming to Gunnersbury, my home turf. Yeah. Um, picking up picking up some, some goals against Brentford. Um, oh, I'd actually love to go to that game. It'd <laughs> be great, wouldn't it? Oh, Mate, I'm working. So I'm working on Saturday. Are you? United <sighs> five o'clock kickoff. Oh, five hours, mate, of that. I might try and get a ticket. Can we wangle tickets for this podcast yet? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyone out there? <laughs> we'll shout you out. <laughs> um, Reese, what have you learned this week? I've learned that a steady head going into uh, the first draft. Yeah. And picking your players and not panicking. <laughs> um, as Dan said, obviously players were getting picked off him just before he was going to choose. Wasn't happening for me. I was getting the players. Because I, I to was get. in front of Reese and I was absolutely <laughs> bottling it. <laughs> yeah, Will was getting a bit annoyed at me. And I'm just happy with my team. I'm not going to change it. Stick with this for three, four weeks and then see where we are. Yeah, that's fair. Dan, what have you learned? Um, <sighs> <laughs> Whenever I ask Dan this question, it's a long pause and a moment of reflection. <laughs> well, no, because I'd like to have learned from, you know, the actual picks I did. But as you know, it, it is tough to learn from that. Because it's, you know what you know who picked for me Henry, oh. he's always crafty with his picks. Yeah, yeah. He always gets the one that I was about to get. <laughs> yeah. Um, and his team's very good. So, what are we saying about dance? <laughs> yeah, I've learned that it's not all bad if you finish last on the first couple of weeks. It's true because there's always a couple gems out there that people haven't picked up, and you will get them. Yeah, that's yeah. your priority pick. So. That is a silver lining, we call that, Big <laughs> um, if there's lineup. ever one. Yeah, you've got lots of players out there. I mean, Chris Metham. Uh, <laughs> Why did you say it like that? Why are you that? slandering Chris Metham? <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> uh, the Silver scored. Solly March is out there. I love Solly March. Loads of players. Uh, Will, what have you learned this week? Um, my motto for this week is that all the best teams lose in week one, and it's true. Um, I lost week one last year. <laughs> Uh, and I came second. I think Ollie lost this week as well, and he's got a good team. I lost. Dan, you lost. Um, Reese, you won, which isn't a good sign. That's not a good sign. Um, but Charles, Charles lost as well, and he's got a very good team. So, um, yeah, listen, guys, if you lost this week, don't worry. All the best teams lose week one. Uh, anyway, guys, Reese. Pleasure. Love being back on. Yes, we'll have you on again soon. Dan. Thank you very much, Will. It's been a pleasure. It's been a great app, guys. I um, hope you enjoyed it. Next step is going to come out uh, next Thursday, uh, as per usual. We're going to do we're going to preview the week three. Um, good luck in your fixtures this week. Again, check out the Twitter at ewg underscore podcast. Um, yeah, and see you next time. Bye.